Hello, internet peeps, and welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast, episode 116. I'm Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. I'm Zach. And we are back. We took a little week off. Uh, A lot of shit happened on my week. Uh, A lot of lightning strikes that took out my my work computer, so I was kind of bummed out because I had to use some of my leave time in order to... uh, not be working and i wanted to be paid because i wanted to work oh my god a person that wanted to work and then i was just beat for the rest of the week so i was like we're starting up a new ranking which we will talk about at the end of the episode of what we're going to be watching in september and i was like we have one more week before september hits so let's just take a week off and we did and here we are on wednesday 9 30 Oh, 9.45 p.m. Eastern Time. Anyway, guys, what the hell have you been watching, doing, playing? Let's start with Andy. I've been playing a hell of a lot of uh, Super Mario RPG on my Super Nintendo. I'm If we weren't recording this right now, I'm pretty sure I'd be watching a credit scroll right now. I'm in the last dungeon. I have everyone's final weapon except Bowser's. I screwed up and didn't get his. And uh, that game's... Oh, I'll talk about it a lot more in Accelerated Gamer. But I, I've been enjoying it a whole lot. Um, played a bunch of Tetris 99, who cares? Uh, one night I got drunk and watched the Tenacious D movie. But right at the end, when they're about to battle Satan, my disc fucked up and I couldn't watch the end of it. So, of course, I'm drunk. So I'm like, I need to God, this is stupid. And I got on Amazon and like bought the movie that second. So now I own copies of it. But I mean, the one scratched, so that's fine. Um... <laughs> Uh, also, that same night, because I was drinking, I saw Dubs was playing Twitch Sings. Oh, like, fucking! I'm gonna sing Steely Dan. So I booted that up, and I had to play Twitch Sings too. Oh, uh, nice! I watched a whole bunch of uh, summer gu- summer games done quick, which was an online affair this year, of course. But I mean, it's it's people playing video games. It turned turned out fine. My favorite part was. Um, a guy was trying to beat the world record for befriending every dog in Breath of the Wild the quickest. <laughs> it was really entertaining. Um, and then uh, I I accidentally didn't cancel my free trial to Cinemax on Amazon. So now for a month I have Cinemax. And I've just been using it to watch old comedies. Uh, I rewatched Happy Gilmore. It's still hilarious. I rewatched Out Cold. It wasn't as good as I remembered it being. And I rewatched Revenge of the Nerds, which is even funnier now because I've actually been to college and I get more of the jokes. And I watched the movie um, Guns Akimbo, that New Zealand movie starring Daniel Radcliffe, where they like bolt guns to his hands and he's like <laughs> in, in a weird twitch live action shooting at people thing. Uh, the movie's so fucking dumb, but man, it's really entertaining. It's 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 actually pretty good. I recommend it. Hmm. Nice. Uh, Zach, what about you? Uh, well, I uh, I watched a short film on YouTube called Coward, <laughs> which is about, um, you laughed, but it's about people in World War One who suffered from shell shock before they knew what shell shock was. Oh. And usually when that happened and they saw people were just zoning out in the middle of a fight and they just couldn't follow orders, they thought they were trying to... Um, you know, ditch. And a lot of the times people got executed for that by firing squad. Jeez. Because they didn't fucking understand that, that, that just nobody knew. Um, 
it was about a couple of Irish guys who were in an Irish regiment for Britain. And then like they were friends. And then his buddy who was like, don't worry, I'll protect you. I, I've been doing this for a little bit. He had fucking shell shock and he got executed by firing squad at the end. Jesus Christ. From a <laughs> funny name to like a fucking terrible. You're like, ha coward. And then <laughs> I told you what it was about. <laughs> but um, it was cool though. I've been on a big World War One history kick shit lately. So, have you ever seen the Stanley Kubrick movie Paths of Glory? No, I kind of want to. I always kind of wanted to. It, de- it deals with that. You'd really like it. Cool. I'll ch- I'll try to check it out soon. It's come up a lot for me lately. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, also watched Batman Sub Zero, which is the uh, second animated movie they did back when they were doing the animated series. It's the one that you got when you bought Mask of the Phantasm and you didn't watch it because it wasn't Mask of the Phantasm. Hey, actually, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's not as good as Mask of the Phantasm, but it's a good movie. No. It's fun. It's nothing d- dumb happens in it. I mean, Mr. Freeze has polar bear that he attacks people with, and that's cool. He actually <laughs> that's, has two polar that's, bears. That's the one where it's revealed that like his body has died and he's got a weird spider body, right? No. No, that's okay. From, that's, that's from Beyond, maybe? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think that happens in Batman Beyond. Okay, okay. But yeah, uh, check it out sometime if you like the DC animated stuff and you've never seen it. And uh, let's see, I, I re- I've still been reading comics. I had a power outage yesterday, and it caused me to speed read comics. <laughs> uh, I finished reading the first volume of uh, Amazing Spider-Girl. I had always heard those, that was a pretty good little series, so I bought one volume to try it out. It's pretty good. Art's kind of eh in it. Um but I'm willing to give it a shot and see if, if it matures better as it goes. And then I read uh, Batman Birth of the Demon, which is a uh, – it didn't come out as a comic or anything. I'm pretty sure it just came out as a graphic novel. And it has to do with race Al Ghul's origin. Hmm. And it's, it's all done in paintings. It's not d- drawn or anything. It's paintings. And he's like – a guy in the Middle East like a thousand years ago, and it's so it's like kind of like some old Arabian Nights kind of shit, but and you learn about race al and it's really cool. Uh, and then I played, I've still been playing Red Alert Command Conquer, I'm getting close to finishing it. Um, and I also beat my, my challenge game, which was a sports game, I, I beat WCW versus NWO World Tour. It was pretty fun, but I don't want to talk about it right now too much because I'm supposed to save that for later. Yes, which we will be recording and we'll tell you when it's posted. Episode yeah. one. Um, is that it? That's it for me. All right. So I went to my parents' house last weekend and I saw some movies. I watched Alistair, I believe it was like 1918 or something. It's about a uh, a World War One veteran that like fell through a hole and time traveled to like 2020 or 2018, and it was it, it was like a found a found footage film of this reporter or blogger. I don't know. I I can't tell anymore these days who's who, and um, she was like. Hey, you know, you're you're a nutcase that you think you're from World War One and you're wearing this World War One stuff. And like she starts to believe in him and it was pretty interesting. Like me and my dad <laughs> we got a, a bottle of Jim Bean and we like finished the whole thing and we were drunk, but we were all just like in incons- uh we were all just like, Yeah, this was a pretty good film. Maybe the booze was talking. <laughs> 
but I, I liked it. Um, I watch Draft Day with uh, Kevin Costner. Uh, it's about the Cleveland Browns. It's a fictional story about a fictional uh, general manager and fictional uh, coach and and players, but it's based off of like 2015's uh, actual draft or something like that. It was interesting. It's nice to see Kevin Costner sometimes. He's a good actor, I think, in my opinion. Some people shit on him. He's the one who did Waterworld, right? Yeah, one of his greatest movies, Waterworld. <laughs> people shit on that movie. I don't know why. I liked Waterworld. Um, I, I don't think Kevin Costner in a baseball movie is very believable or going to work out at all. <laughs> uh, what else did I watch? Uh, I watched more Next Generation. Um, starting to dabble in Deep Space Nine a little bit. Uh, I watched Ooh, DS9, The yeah, Wild West. Yeah, I watched a couple of just like episodes here and there because my friends like you got to watch this episode. It's pretty cool and it's it's so different compared to Next Generation. Did you what did you jump into the middle or did you watch the start at the beginning? Because because DS9 you kind of got to watch in order. I I jumped around. I watched the one where uh, the captain and O'Brien uh, they were on this planet and they were all just like very communist type of town and they put like the captain in this like box prison thing and oh it, it was it was interesting because O'Brien O'Brien's like this is a weird like area why is she not don't want to leave and like she kept them there because she just wanted to be powerful and it, it it dabbles in a lot of uh hardcore politics in my opinion in Deep Space Nine compared to Next Generation in my opinion I don't remember that one as much. Yeah, but DS9, even more so, the next generation gets really involved in like politics versus religion and a bunch of other stuff. Like the the people are like zealots for the prophets and stuff. And it like I don't, it's it's a great series. I really like it. But it it's it's the Wild West in space. Oh my gosh! But watch it in order for crying out loud. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. By the way, what was first, Voyager or Deep Space Nine? DS9. That's gonna be my next one after I get through next generation. Um, I'm trying to think what else I watched. Um, there was one more movie. Oh, uh, Bonehawk, a bon, Bonehawk Tomahawk or something like that. Bone Tomahawk with the uh, yeah, Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, it was uh, Kurt Russell in it, right? Yeah, it was interesting. Like it was really, really slow. I remember like being excited for it, and then like not loving it like i'm not saying it was bad but i can't remember it at all like i remember kind of being bored like you're saying <laughs> yeah it, i remember it <laughs> it was really slow and then all of a sudden like near the end the third act you're just like what the fuck who are these people and why are they <laughs> why are they that's what I, just that's what i call a slow burn movie that's yeah. a slow burn especially when like the guy uh, they're starting to scream and shit and he just takes his like throat box thing and uses it as like a whistle. Mm. I don't know. The big thing about that movie is the characters. That's it's more about that than the crazy fucking cannibal people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. and I don't know if I said it last episode, but I beat Fear 2, but and then I beat Halo Reach. And these guys are probably going to make fun of me be like first person shooter. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yep, you're going to get some balls busted, but we'll save that. I think I got to get a, I don't know if I'm able to beat a game before we record, but my next game is Alan Wake, so. Alan Wake? Yeah. 
that's what everybody always called it when I used to work at GameStop. Do you guys have Alan Wake? <laughs> like, fuck, no. <laughs> <laughs> we have Alan Wake, but not awake. Do you guys have H A L O O D S T? And I would tell them no, and I'd hang up the phone. <laughs> Do you guys have uh, Battletoads in stock? Fucking fuck you. Oh, now they do. Now they do. Now they do. Yeah. I got an email. This this is barely relevant, but I got an email from Mondo recently because I always buy video game vinyls from them. And they were like, guess what? We have Battletoads in stock. And it's because they're releasing like a Battletoads vinyl. And I was like, man, fuck you. But also tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I did. Um, I'm loving playing the games. Uh, I know Andy's a, about to beat a beefy game that's probably going to put him ahead in, in points as far as yep. Accelerated Gamer. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, I guess let's get into Kickboxer, huh? Um, so did anybody like had to go to IMDb and be like, is that Antonio Banderas? <laughs> As like John Claude Van Damme's brother, no. negative. Oh man, <laughs> you're, you're the only one that thinks that. I mean, you're the only one who doesn't know what Antonio uh, Antonio Banderas looks like. He looked, and it, I had two two guys like mixed up with uh, like him, and like, and I know it doesn't look like him, but he had the same hairstyle in the '90s. But uh, Slater from fucking Saved by the Bell. That I could kind of buy. Yeah. But not Antonio Banderas. <laughs> it's really funny though because that guy that, that plays his brother Eric, his name's Dennis Alexio, and apparently he's a legitimate martial artist. Yeah. Um, he has a professional boxing record: eight fights, seven wins, one loss. And his kickboxing record is uh, seventy-two fights, sixty-eight wins, one loss, one draw. Oh shit! He does not have a professional acting career. <laughs> he does not have a professional acting career. I feel like he just knew Jean Claude Van Damme. I mean, I mean they probably met because he was a professional fighter, right? Probably at some point they trained together. Some bullshit, you know how? Or it maybe goes. it was just the casting director, I guess, or a casting director. Who? Yeah, I um, his acting kind of like pissed me off a little bit because like he would be loving and then he'd be straight like a dick to his brother. Because he was raised in America. He has American values. <laughs> um, by the way, since you're bringing up uh, uh, trivia on this, that belt that he had, by the way, was apparently a real belt, but like not the replica that during that time for the kickboxing uh, champion or whatever. Hmm. Okay, so this film has an easy plot. I was actually saying it in the beginning before we started this podcast because Andy's like, I don't know if I'm going to remember this film. I'm like, Jean-Claude Van Damme and brother. Jean-Claude Van Damme is manager, brother fighter. Brother think he badass. Bro brother think he could uh, defeat this bigger badass. Bigger badass paralyzes him. Well, now, I remember the broad strokes. Like, it's a revenge movie, kind of. A revenge martial arts kind of deal. But I'm, I I want to talk more about, like, some of the some of the more... Um, I don't know why I want to jump to this immediately. But, man, they really wanted to drive home the fact that the villain is a bad guy. Like, it couldn't be enough that he fucking crippled his brother. But he's, like, super evil. 
and the villains are like wounding dogs and raping women and doing all kinds. Like I was, I get it. They're the bad guys. Settle down. <laughs> I was surprised by some of that too. I'm like, fuck, he rapes his woman. Yeah. And like the scene is really confusing and they don't mention it again until during the fight. And at first I was like, wait, was that not his woman? Was that just some random woman? Cause it looked like her. Yeah, and then really later it's the revealed. Oh yeah, it was her. And she's like, I'm sorry. I didn't want to tell you or, so, or something, I guess. Look, she didn't want, she didn't want his mind to be ruined. You know, focusing on like, Oh my God, you rape me. You rape my I, woman. I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> it's just, sheesh. And they knifed a dog. Yeah. What the hell? That's even worse. I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, when that happened. I was like, God, yeah, they threw a dog. dog, man. They, they do make a point to be like, the dog lived. Don't worry. Yeah, because it's funny, because when the dog got stabbed, like, you're thinking, oh, my God, the dog's dead. But, like, you look at the dog, and he's just chilling. Like, his eyes is open, and you're, like, breathing heavy and stuff. And yeah. He's dog acting. Yeah. They were, they were like, okay, play dead. The dog was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it, right? And they were like, uh, good enough. <laughs> it looks but yeah, they, they like break in they they stab a dog they kidnap his crippled brother <laughs> they rape his girlfriend Fuck. they i mean like everything they can think of besides like sneaking in, in the middle of the night and putting a bullet in his forehead like that's the only thing they didn't do the well uh, I, I almost like walked into a trap of like laughter but anyway the the, the fighter i don't know his fucking name is like tong po or whatever tong po that's yeah. right didn't he like play himself or something? Did I see that? They say he played himself, but his real name is Michelle Kesey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kesey? I saw I saw that in the credits, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Because, I was like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? He's himself. Because <laughs> apparently he's been Tong Po a couple times in the Kickboxer series. Oh, that's cool. He, then he's like also that. been Tong Po in another movie. What? I don't know if it's the same character. Or it's just like his name is also Tong Po, but I looked at his filmography. Which, by the way, there's a there's three kickboxer movies. Oh, he was in Bloodsport too. There's five kickboxer movies. Oh yeah, but anyway, like the the recent kickboxer movie, fucking Batista from WWE is Tong Po, pretty much. So, and Jean Claude Van Damme is like a different character. He's like the uh, the trainer uh, that helps out uh, Kurt's Kurt's character and whatever. Oh, that reminds me. But anyway, the uh, back to Tong Po. Like, if you think about it, there's only three scenes that make him an asshole, and they're big, obviously. Um, one crippled the fucking brother. Uh, I mean, Chong Lee just put his fucking friend in the hospital. All he did was beat him up so bad he was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. He fucking crippled his brother. Yeah, and, and two, <laughs> like, they had to show him like he's an evil badass because he's like. Uh, like beating up that wall pillar thing in the one of the rooms and shit. And like, I love that scene because John Claude Van Damme is like, Oh my God, what? This oh, guy. Shit. I mean, that's pretty fucking intense though. Really? Mm-hmm. He's it's like, like kicking this plaster and cement pillar. It's like, yeah, he's, he's a hard ass dude. I get it. And it, and then he, I, he goes, don't fight him. He goes back, don't fight this guy. I saw him kicking a pillar. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the final, you know, the biggest of them all is like, you know, raping John Claude Van Damme's girlfriend, but like they don't really make him the top villain. They like make like Freddie Lee or whatever the the person that like is the manager of Tong Po. Well, yeah, there's got to be like a mobster boss guy. This fighter isn't like running his own gang or anything. Mm-hmm. No. My favorite part of Tong Po is when he rips the belt in half. 
<laughs> he picks that up and just rips that big leather strap in half. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was pretty effective as like a main bad guy ish. I mean, yeah, his, fo- his focus. Yeah, he's pretty scary, honestly. Like his focus is on beating him. He doesn't have uh, this focus on beating Freddie Lee or, you know, dismantling his gang or anything. He just wants to beat this dude's ass. Yeah, just incidentally, that also occurs. Yeah. Um, so he does stop those thugs from collecting um, protection money from from the woman. Miley. Yeah, from Miley. So what do you guys think of uh, Winston Taylor, the uh, the black guy, the only black guy in the film? Has, his, his real name is Haskell V. Anderson III. And he's great. I, he's one of my favorite parts of the movie. He's yeah. pretty funny. By the way, like I wanted to see like what he did in like other movies, and he looked familiar to me. Like, and, I don't know though. He did a lot of TV. That's the thing, uh, mm-hmm. because the only thing big on his like uh, list of movies is Kickboxer, <laughs> and um, I'm trying to see what else he did. Like one Christmas movie, just the Christmas. Oh, yeah, there's not a lot of those. The yeah. Christmas? <laughs> Is that really the name of it? Yeah. The Christmas. Oh, this, it says this Christmas. This Christmas, no. my bad. <laughs> oh, this Christmas. Yeah. These people are all still making movies. That Tongpo guy was in a movie that came out in 2020. This yeah. guy's in something that's coming out in 2020. Apparently, if you want to have a long movie career, you just had to get in Kickboxer in 1989. And Tong Po is apparently in like every John Claude Van Damme movie, so good for him. They're buddies. Um, they are buddies. I really liked the uh, trainer uh, for you know Kurt's character. What the fuck is his name again? Uh, Tile Lu or something? No, his name is uh, Zhang uh, something, but like. They kept mispronouncing his name. They could, like Jean Claude Van Damme was calling him Zeon. <laughs> like, I kept thinking about Zeon and Gundam, and then like other people were mispronouncing his name too. Only until like the all the um the um what do you call people from Thailand? Is it Thai Taiwanese? Taiwanese Taiwanese not Taiwanese. No, they're uh, from no, Taiwan. Yeah, uh, yeah, just Ty. They're I tie. guess just Ty. When the Ty, like when Freddie Lee was going to talk to his boss, and they were talking about him, they they pronounced his name correctly. Uh, that was the only time it happened. So you have to be Ty to say his name. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we should compare uh, trainers uh, of him versus Bloodsport. Who was? I I prefer Kickboxer's trainer more than Bloodsports. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, Tiger Tanaka was not a very good trainer. <laughs> yeah, I like I, I like that actor and everything, but no, this this I, I liked this one better. It's like he's he's more like a a Yoda in a way. He's just like living out in the woods and he wants to do do his own thing. And Van Damme comes out there and he's like, "I need you to train me." And he's like, mm, "Maybe go get <laughs> groceries." <laughs> yeah, it was it was more of a good you know established trainer like character or it was tiger tanaka was just kind of like he's just did, doing random shit he's just like i don't want to train you because you're a white boy <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like i changed my mind you're like you 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 spar with my son and then whatever happened i can't even remember it 
Yeah. But this was more in line with like traditional, I am the master, you are the student shit. And Jean-Claude Van Damme had to struggle a little bit there. He was like kicking the, the tree and he's fucking his leg up really bad. <laughs> and he was sore and he's fucking up a lot of other times and shit. And they, they did the thing where he tortured him, made him split his legs. Yeah, I do. Like, it, it's like not like good, like, oh, good. Jean-Claude Van Damme fucked up his leg. But like, he, he's like, you you know, you suck. And then all of a sudden he just starts like pounding the fucking tree. And then he like, he like dies. He's like, Ugh. he almost broke his leg. He yeah. sold it pretty good. I'll give him credit for that. Oh, uh, that, that, by the way. Also, uh, with Jean-Claude Van Damme's girlfriend and stuff, like, when he goes gets the groceries and he, like, stops those uh, bullies from, like, trashing her store. The thugs. Yeah, the thugs, even though they did trash the store anyway when he was fighting them. Um, <laughs> but she, like, freaked out on him. I get it why she was freaking out because, like, oh, these, uh, these you know, mobster people, they run this town and now they're going to go tell Freddie Lee and I'm going to... I'm going to lose things. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> Change the town and shit. Do something about it. Jean-Claude Van Damme did. Why can't you? And then, it, like, I love that scene where, like, he comes out and the, the old man, like, smiles at him and gives him a thumbs up. And I was like, yeah, that guy gets it. He just thought it was entertaining, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, What did you think the fighting in this movie compared to Bloodsport? Um, it seemed like they made more of a spectacle out of it in Bloodsport. Yeah. Like they had all these guys that knew different martial arts and shit. And it's like, watch them fight. And they, they actually would block out these fights and stuff. And it, like you did, the, the lower card guys, so to speak in blood in, in Bloodsport fought each other and we got to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there was a lot more like actual fighting on display, and I'm not like Kickboxer has a lot of fighting. I, I like a lot of the choreo- the fight choreography in the in the bar when he gets him drunk and then tells all those guys to to go beat him up. But like at the end, it's more about the spectacle of like, oh, they fight with broken glass on their their gloves. Oh, this is so brutal. And there's like some of the slow mo kind of kind of cheesier stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I I know we jump around a lot, but like the part where uh, Winston uh goes to save crippled brother and just like comes in with like machine guns and like grenade launchers and shit just to save him. I I I thought that was a a funny touch to put in the movie, but I kind of rolled my eyes. Like, yeah, he's okay. a weapons dealer. That's what he does. So he was like the Drebin of this movie, right? Yeah, he's Drebin, man. He just didn't have a little monkey. <laughs> he had whores instead. <laughs> yeah, which he kicked out in the beginning of the movie. Which the introduction of him was pretty funny. Like when John Claude John Claude Van Damme falls on him, and he's like, "I need to get to the hospital." He's like, "Get off me, kid!" He just waits. There's two fights left. Get <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> get off me, weirdo. <laughs> um, back to like the the dancing scene. Um. I I thought it was funny they got him drunk and then like that had you, you think that's improv they just told John Claude Van Damme to just dance mm, probably I mean I doubt they like had a, a dance choreographer for him if that's what you mean <laughs> I guess so because he just did the same thing on a talk show like 20 years later <laughs> so true I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah I guess if he still knew the dance maybe there was a choreographer it's either that or he could just he's naturally a good dancer 
Maybe. Maybe. It's either or. And then you have John Claude Van Damme's fucking iconic split. He always has to do a split in his movies, and he did. Always does the splits. Gotta do it. If you uh, split like that, you'd do it too. Yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> what is the weak point of this movie? Um, maybe like what Andy was saying. I think they 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 went a little overboard. I think with trying to get you to fucking hate the bad guys. Mm-hmm. It was a little excessive. If for better or worse, there's a lot of stuff that this movie shares with um, B, even C grade Hong Kong schlock, like complete bullshit. It's just like there's a gang and there's some fights, and at the end, the good guy beats up the bad guy. That's kind of '80s action, though, you know. Yeah, it really is. Like uh, there, like, in the '80s, Hollywood was like, "Hey, this this shit works. Let's do some more of this." So, I mean, I, I get it, but yeah, there. <laughs> It's not, this movie will never be mistaken for high art, but honestly, that's kind of its charm, is that it is so good in action movie, and so good in 80s movie. It hits all those beats, you know? You got a protagonist guy that, that's kind of likable, and some shit happens, and he wants revenge, or he has to do something, he has to complete a goal, and the bad guys are assholes, and you don't like them, right? And then they, they really make sure you don't like them. <laughs> If you like them, you are not paying attention to this movie. No. And then, you know, like, in the end, he overcomes. And they do, they have a training montage. Yeah. And we didn't have, like, a cheesy, like, in Bloodsport where, you know, the powder in the eyes kind of thing. And he's, like, doing his, you know, with his face and he can't see. There's still some cheesy fucking weirdo, there's glass on my hands kind of nonsense. And also, I love, and it was really dumb, and if anyone else hated it, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. I love the stupid, he's like training at the ancient city, and there's ancient warriors, and he sees them. This is where they trained, and now he's training here. It's so stupid, but I was like, this is badass. It's so badass, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It's it's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. (laughs) Now, was that before the fight or after the fight? Because I remember... It was before, yeah, he's like... no, his no. brother's looking for him. He's like, he's training. And it shows him, and he's like doing some shit, and then he like sees them. He sees their spirits. He has a, uh, it happens a couple times. There's like at that point, and then like he's training in the morning before the fight, and then the eagle, the hawk that's been flying around and following yeah. him, he like lands in front of that Buddha statue, and then he like he sees the hawk and he looks at it, and he has like that flash of like the warriors fighting in the stone city and shit. And then he's like, he battles to Buddha. And I'm like, this is so fucking cool. I don't, I don't, this doesn't even need to make sense. It's just fucking cool. <laughs> I didn't really pay. I, I, I was just like, oh, he's training. That that was my kind of uh, opinion about it. I was like, oh, it's kind of cheesy a little bit. I rolled my eyes when he's like, oh, he hears them. He sees them now. He, he's, he's, he's within, you know, the spirit of things. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Cool. But like in the, in the fight after, you know, he, it's all known like, Hey, your brother's okay. Your, your, your girls, she, she's told you, Hey, he raped me. Basically <laughs> everything is resolved and he can focus on the fight. He has the flash and he sees the, he sees the Hawk. He sees the warrior fight. He hears the lightning strike. He's like, and he, he's beat whips his ass. <laughs> he does. He does the comeback. I love that. That part is really exciting. Like it's, yeah. you see it coming from a mile away, but that doesn't make it less, less satisfying. 
like because he's getting his ass whipped and then suddenly he's like oh i can just cut loose now and it's, yeah it's a good fight now mm-hmm. it was a lot better than blood sport in my opinion oh yes yeah. oh yeah <laughs> The powder thing in Bloodsport was weird. It's just like, oh, he cheated. I'm not, I don't have a problem with the guy cheating a little bit. It's just well, the way it went, he was like, oh, like he was pissed or frustrated that he couldn't see. Like, I just didn't know what to get from that. <laughs> and this movie kind of mirrored a little bit what Bloodsport was. It just kickboxer did it really well. I, mean, I, I just think this is a better blood sport. I'm just being honest. Yeah, yeah. it is. And I don't understand it because I started seeing online like people generally agree blood sport is better than kickboxer. Like when you're looking at kickboxer on IMDb, the first review is like, this movie's pretty good. It's not really as good as blood sport. I, what movies are they watching? This movie is way better than blood sport. I don't fucking know. I thought the same thing when I was, I, I've read about both of them. Uh-huh. That that's the general consensus. And I don't get it really. Yeah, I I don't I don't even, maybe it had something to do with like it came first. Maybe back then there wasn't this weird stigma of like this movie is based on a lie. You know, maybe people were more excited about it because of that. Mm. And I'm not Bloodsport still has a lot going for it, but I just liked Kickboxer way more. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more personality in Kickboxer compared to Bloodsport because Bloodsport yes. is just like. I'm John Claude. This bet. I'm not even like impersonating him, but I'm John Claude Van Damme. I'm you know this uh, Eastern European Italian, whatever, whatever fucking. Uh, He's from Belgium, brother. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> we watched a movie that takes place there, and that's the point that he's from there. <laughs> uh, but like bad acting, and then you had the trainer, which was okay, and then. It was just straight up fighting, and that was the movie. But this kickboxer film had the fighting, had a trainer that had personality, had good supporting uh, cast, in my opinion, compared to kickboxer. I mean, uh, compared to Bloodsport. The only thing I have to say as a weak point in this movie is the brother, because the brother I can never gauge really well on how he was feeling. Like, when he came... um, came back in the in the wheelchair before he got stolen um he 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 felt jealous a little bit but i couldn't tell if he was jealous or just like i'm bored i want to get the fuck out of here or maybe yeah. or maybe the both. guy the guy wasn't a great actor he he really only had two speeds smarmy and like piss off mm-hmm. but like not like overtly angry more like being a bitch kind of kind of being a bitch a little bit yeah like being a little <laughs> bit of a bitch like oh my brother's my brother's the one in the spotlight now and i'm a cripple <laughs> I, I, sh- I shouldn't have been so proud they, they should have played it up more it should have been more like i was foolish i shouldn't have been so proud there's no reason for you to like fight this guy that you're, you're just doing this for your pride we should just leave but they really there's just like a couple throwaway lines and then yeah. they just move on from it like there was a lot there for them to do something with and i couldn't help but think that they were like hey this guy can't act let's just let's skip it mm-hmm. <laughs> ease the burden of him a little bit <laughs> yeah because in the beginning of the movie where he uh john claude van damme's like you know you gotta you gotta be smart when you're fighting and he's like brother man it's all about power and he like just like kicks him with all his fucking strength and shit yeah he's just being like, smart I, I like how you said that he said brother man 
It's all about power, brother, man. Come on. Come on, kid. You're not going to win with those taps. It's all about power. And he wins with those taps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, his brother got paralyzed by power. Check off taps. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I this would I I probably have to say this is probably one of my favorite Jean Claude Van Damme movies now. And uh, yeah. I I let's rank them. Let's rank them. Let's rank them. Let's rank them, bitch. Let's go. So I guess we're all recommending this film, correct? Yeah. What go if you want to watch good old fashioned late eighties martial arts movie, you could do a whole lot worse. This movie's pretty fun. Yeah, I'd say if you're going to do like an eighties action bullshit mix, to throw this in there for sure. Okay, so I am going to rank my four first. So I'm going to go with number four, uh, JVCD. At number three, I'm going to put Bloodsport. At number two, I'm going to put Time Cop. And at number one, I'm going to put Kickboxer. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, Mine is pretty different from yours. I put Bloodsport at number four, like, like I said, the movie's got some stuff going for it, but I was just so bored, and it's just not memorable to me, to me personally. I I can't remember that much about it. Uh, I put Time Cop at number three. It's pretty silly. It's pretty fun. Uh, a lot of wasted potential. I put JCVD at number two, not because I think it's a really good movie, but because I really respect that it tried to do a bunch of unique stuff, specifically with the story. Like, I gave that movie a lot of kudos for, like, the meta, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme playing Jean-Claude Van Damme kind of stuff. I like that kind of nonsense. That leaves Kickboxer at number one. That was that I think that was the best Jean-Claude Van Damme movie we watched. And honestly, it's probably one of my favorite performances of his. Okay. Zach, what about you? What's your ranking? Let's see. I put Bloodsport at four. Uh, Time Cop at three. JCVD at two. And Kickboxer at one. Oh, so Zach, Zach and I are the same. Okay, so yeah, that, yeah, I, I, I mean, two to one. I mean, I'm not gonna. The only thing I'll say about JCVD is, I like that it was different. Um, dialogue was okay to me. I was actually a little bit bored with JCVD compared to Bloodsport. It's it's not Sterling. The the movie's got a lot of issues. I just I could not stand that shitty filter they put over the whole movie. It's awful. Uh, like. It's it's worth like seeing once, but I would if if I saw a Blu-ray of it on sale for three dollars, I'd still pass it up. Like it's just okay. Okay. Bloodsport to me was just like super disappointing because of the uh, the reputation it seems to have. Right. Like I was like I chose it, and I was like, oh man, this is this is it. This is this is the one. This movie's super famous, and it's gonna be great. And then like what a letdown and then and then kickboxer comes along and totally scratches that itch like does everything that Bloodsport promised it was gonna do mm-hmm. yeah really it did and it's funny because that was just like the throw-in bonus movie yeah we weren't even gonna watch it we were like oh we got some time we got an extra week i don't know let's watch it he dances in it that's funny it was meant <laughs> to happen it was meant to happen well i think uh with with movies probably in the future since we have three people I don't want it to be just like three movies. We have to add like one extra and we'll make our, you know, fans pick the fourth movie. We'll actually put a poll in all our Facebooks and in our Twitters and our social medias just to see what people want to do. That's what I wanted to do with our next theme is have two episodes chosen by everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I think we will do that. Um, So I guess 
I guess with the final ranking, since it's two to one and you guys are identical, I mean, I have no, uh, like I said, the only thing I don't like is JCVD. I mean, I'll hear an argument for putting Time Cop over JCVD. It's it's fairly close for me. Like, if if you if you really hit me with a good argument, I'll let you have it. But you you got to be really articulate, articulate, which I am not. Well, there's nothing really I could defend with Time Cop. I just think Time Cop was fucking silly. I love B-rated movies, and I think out of all those... Oh, that was an A movie, man. That was a big old Hollywood blockbuster. They spent some money on that. Yeah, well, they they spent money on it, but, it, like, you compare that to, like, I don't know, fucking Tenet today, a uh, Christopher Nolan film. Obviously, Christopher Nolan's going to fucking... Oh, they're spending kick. more money on Tenet than they spent on every other movie that came out the year Time Cop was released, probably. That's, yeah. you know... I don't yeah. know. I I just my thing with JCBD was too artsy and like I I liked that Jean Claude Van Damme was being different, especially when he did that like monologue scene. That's one of my least favorite parts. Yeah, like <laughs> I like I like, I just wish they would have really played up. I, you can go back and listen to this episode about it. I don't want to get off in the weeds. I wish they would have played up more of like the 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 action hollywood movie version and then it cuts back and it's like this is the real version and he just like elbows him but then the cops like put his arms behind his back mm-hmm. uh, that that's the kind of stuff that i really like plus um anyone who listens to the show will know that i do like artsy fartsy bullshit so that really helped it in my eyes okay yeah i don't have a good argument I... all right we'll keep it the way it is then all right so that means the final ranking is going to be Bloodsport at number four uh time cop at number three jcbd at two and kickboxer at one which we all agree with by the way oh yeah kickboxer gets the winner 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 chicken dinner i think i i think this is me thinking and brainstorming out loud since we thought of the idea of our fans picking you know a certain movies and episodes and stuff i think we need to start making awards whoever gets number one in our ranking I think we need. No, I don't like that. And I'll tell you why. It's because then you're going to only want to choose, well, this is the best one. And then what if, like, what if we all agree on which one is the best one? Whoever chooses the first just kind of gets it. So, and and also sometimes you don't want to watch the best one. Like in January when we do Twilight Zone, I like to choose a good one and like a complete nonsense one. And that's part of the fun. Choose the nonsense ones. Let's watch some trash. All right. I, I have some ideas that we'll talk off the air but i i want to make things more uh interesting uh when we do this stuff and i i love our gimmick which ranking by the way but if you're wanting to know what is next it's time for fucking star trek baby the next generation star trek september i didn't want to do that stupid monologue that i did in the promo video (laughs) which uh was kind of cringy for me, but I did it anyway for you guys. I don't know if you guys cringed when I when I did it, but you guys like the promo video. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, they're great. So we're doing Zach's episodes first, since he is, you know, not big into Star Trek, but we're trying to get him into Star Trek Next Generation. Well, originally I wanted him to go last with his episodes, but he chose Encounter at Farpoint, which is the first episode of season one. So that's kind of like the most logical place to start. Mm -hmm. And that is a 94 minute episode because it's a part one and then a part two. And then the second episode, 
what was it? Uh, dear data, whatever elementary, whatever elementary, my dear data or elementary dear data. I don't know. It's it's a it's a it's holodeck episode and it's great. Yeah, it's a holodeck episode and I, I I like it. It's one of my favorite. So yeah, we're we're doing Star Trek. Um, you know, it's. I think we sh- should dabble in some TV shows. We don't need to fucking do a whole season. Um, but it's great that, you know, we have Twilight Zone. We have The Next Generation. Maybe I can get Andy and Zach into other TV shows that were kind of iconic back in the day. I'm not going to do Lost. Lost is too in-depth. Uh, I mean, we could do something like X-Files or something, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So, yeah, remember to watch those episodes. We have... Uh, the uh, encounters at Farpoint and then Elementary Dear Data uh, for Zach. What seasons was that, by the way? I'm trying to pull up the, I'm pulling up the the YouTube. I'm, I want to say season three. Well, obviously season uh, the first episode is season one. Yeah, that one is. Uh, and then I believe Elementary Dear Data is either season two or season three. I believe. Season two, episode three. Oh, okay, it's easier than, earlier than I thought. Okay. So remember, watch that, come back here, and we'll discuss it, and keep an eye out for uh, polls that we're going to do to pick the fans' uh, pickings for, you know, their things going on. Anyway, I guess we got some news to talk about. Let's talk about some... Let's get the small stuff out of the way. Zach, you wanted to talk about Apple versus Epic. Yeah, and... I don't really have a vested interest in this at all mm-hmm. <laughs> because one, I don't have an iPhone. Uh, I don't have any Apple products Two, I don't play Fortnite. <laughs> uh, but this came up and the, this came up last week and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Cause I read a news article about it and they really couldn't tell me what was going on exactly. I need you to tell me what's going on because I have not heard about this. Okay, so this is this is why they're having a big dust up in court. And I in guess, court? Woof. Yeah, and it's already decided, I think, okay. so far. But uh, what happened was apparently Epic made a way to bypass um, Apple getting a cut of the profits from their uh, product. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apple takes a cut. Allegedly, it's like 30% based off of like whatever purchase is made. And Which just, I, I've heard people complain about more than once. Yeah, and, and they came up with a way to just, oh, well, you can just directly pay us. <laughs> and then I think that, Apple didn't like that. Yeah, that, they pissed, that pissed Apple off, and I'm wondering why they thought they could get away with it. Uh, yeah, of course they can. It's like, yeah, you know, like we'll, we'll, we'll get away with this. Nothing will happen. I think with... Um, uh, by the way, both scummy uh, companies, uh, Apple just wanting a cut of their, uh, you know, profit is kind of shitty, but it's their store. They sign up for a terms and service when they want to become a game developer on their platform. And if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. And, and I, I, I hate... That's like saying... You want to fail as a company. They're they're the biggest game in town. Like if you're not on the iTunes store, it's like, oh, I just don't even care about money. It, it's kind of unfair that they they hold they they have so much of the traffic. Then either bite the bullet and maybe raise prices a little bit on things so that you get a bigger cut. Oh, not a bigger cut, but it evens out that you'll get you know more money than usual what you've been getting, 
or you just let Apple di- take the thirty percent. Uh, Why dictate what every time you don't like something, you're just gonna sue the company? That's bullshit. And how they did that was so scummy, by the way, because right when you know they got uh, deleted from uh, the App Store, they had a fucking commercial ready of like you know remember the old uh, 1984 commercial apple thing they had an animated thing with all the fortnite characters doing that same thing and doing hashtag free fortnite and sounds kind of neat and then had a fucking court uh papers ready like within hours and and then you're you know and then you're like gathering up all the little kiddos and stuff to like get get behind that hashtag it's very bully esque, in my opinion. So you're on Apple's side. I'm on Apple's side, basically saying that's their platform. You either abide by it, or you create your own streaming thing or whatever, your own sure. platform. I mean, they did. <laughs> <laughs> they did, and everybody hates it. Yeah, that's true. That's true so. too. <laughs> It's like the it's it's like the laughing stock next to Google Stadia. I, I had never heard of this up until about four minutes ago, <laughs> so my opinion is incredibly misinformed. But uh, I I kind of get it. Like Epic is like, man, this is bullshit. I'm sick of giving three thirty cents of every dollar to fucking Apple. Let's let's try to do something else. They're gonna call us out on our bullshit, but we'll make a little extra money on the side and we'll make some press, which they did with their hashtag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in a way, good job, Epic. I guess. I don't really have a. I don't have a dog in this fight. Yeah, I just uh, thought it was like kind of bullshit. It was like just corporate, high level corporate gaming bullshit that annoys me. Mm-hmm. And I just it's just like I hate how big business video games has become in, in some ways, and this is an example of it. Well, apparently, um, Microsoft is on the side of Epic, by the way, because they put a statement in because yeah, Microsoft, they're coming out with their xCloud gaming thing um, that got denied by Apple because of their terms of service and because they have Apple Arcade. So they see this as a uh, competition. So they denied Microsoft of having their xCloud thing on there. And I, competition. Yeah, and I guess Microsoft is just like, mm, I guess you don't like uh, consumers and stuff. And pretty much they went on Epic's side, which I like Microsoft, but it's their store. Just if you don't want to pay the pay the toll, then get your own fucking bridge and, you know, pay pay other people less money and shit. Or you they know, tried several times and failed. Exactly. <laughs> So it's just, just different endeavors. So pay the toll. <laughs> um, this was something else that was part of it that I didn't really bring up was um, a, a move of retaliation over that was that Apple uh, was trying to block uh, development like with the Unreal Engine and all this other shit after this happened, which is like, that's kind of shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, that's gummy. <laughs> like, and of course the court uh, the court ruling was you can't do that. Uh, don't. And the other court, <laughs> the other court ruling was, um, hey, you have to fucking play the play by the rules. So they kind of like did a mixed ruling. Yeah. So it's kind of like what we're both saying, pretty much, is what they went with. Yeah. I'll see what we'll see what happens. Uh, another quick news. Uh, it is 
August 26th, 2020. We still don't know when the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 is coming out. I mean, we know a window of Series X, but we still don't know the price. And I'm uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I'm incredibly interested to know who this marketing scheme is working on. Like, I, I like I understand I'm a little older. I'm no longer like part of the I'm not in the trenches of the video game war anymore, man. I don't have to pick sides in Sega versus Nintendo or Sony versus Microsoft. I don't whatever. I'll just buy what I want. I'll get some games for it. I'm not. I'm not on something awful or NeoGAF trying to combat people who are tearing down my console anymore. That said, there are people who are like that out there, and I really would like to know what they think. Like, I want to hear a fanboy's opinion of, like, is this a good idea? Are they, like, really titillating you with not giving you any details? Is this working, or is it pissing you off? I genuinely would like to know. It pisses me off. (laughs) I could tell you what some of the fanboys are doing. Um, si- since you know console wars, console wars are still a thing. Yeah, they're all just shitting on each other. Um, there's yeah, that, there, yeah. there is some smart people are just like, we need to know the date. We need to know the price. Um, this is bullshit. And <laughs> what are you gonna wait until like the day of and be like, oh, it's, it's five hundred dollars. I don't think it's going to matter that much in the end because I can tell you the date. It's somewhere between November 1st and November 30th. And I can tell you the price. It's somewhere between $400 and $600. Mm-hmm. Woo. Yeah, but like we and again, this is different times because of COVID and everything. But the rumor is, is that Xbox doesn't want to blink first because remember when they blinked first? Sony undercut them with like, hey, haha, you're 500, we're 400. Fuck you. There was a lot of other factors in this net last gen launch, though, because uh, Microsoft was trying to talk about a lot of their digital nonsense, and you're going to be able to lend games. Mm-hmm. And Sony came out with that real snarky, like, oh, this is how we lend games to the PlayStation 4. Here you go. Which you got to give it to them. That was that was brilliant. That was pretty good. It really took the wind out of old Microsoft sales. Microsoft had a bunch of problems going on. I don't know that that yeah, needs but, to be what we're thinking about now. They they need to just but present, still, lay all the facts on the table, and then say, this is our product. We think it's really good. We think you'll like it. But they still got undercut. I mean, when you go to the store, what are you going to pick? The $400 box or the $500 box? If you're a parent. I'm thinking casual, by the way. If you're a parent going to the store... And let's just say little Timmy's like, I want, uh, you know, a game console thing. And you're like, all right, I'm going to go to the store. You know, what should I get? I'm going to go with the $400. I mean, if obviously you're going to have the hardcore people who are always going to be on the Internet and knowing, you know, PlayStation, I get to put, you know, lend my games while Xbox is like, oh, you know, digital and everything and entertainment and stuff. I get that. That was a thing. But. I don't think Xbox is going to want to have that mistake again because Halo Infinite got delayed. What do they have on that fucking box? What, their backwards compatibility and maybe some indie titles at launch? So That's like, it. Yeah, I so mean, we, That's nothing. We, if, you, if you have Steam, you have access to like everything that they're 
they're toting is. We've known that for a while. They flat out came out and said, hey, don't expect any exclusives for a year. At launch, at yeah. And I, I thought that was a terrible fucking thing to stand by. Yeah, yeah. I, I like They I probably should have just it. let people draw their own conclusions instead of being like, hey, we don't have anything to bring to the table. Yeah. <laughs> they got a lot of good, t- uh, finally good games in the future. Like, they have a future. It, it's kind of like when you think about sports, you think about the farm team, you get draft picks and stuff. Your future is going to be bright, but right now kind of sucks. Like you're going to be, and sorry, Andy, I have to use your team. You're going to have to be the Cleveland Reds. Like they have some promise. It's not even right. Yeah. It's not even it's Cincinnati or Cleveland. Oh, Indians. I'm sorry. Whatever. Uh, Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> you're going to have to be the, the Columbus Bears. And you're going to have to play the long game. <laughs> but you get my point. Like they're going to have their future is going to be bright. Uh, it's all about getting there. Um, I just think it's ridiculous that we're going into into September with 60 days left on the clock and there's still no release date and and pre-order and price. Fuck it. I, I you know what? Black Friday, just ship shit to stores and let stores charge whatever they want. Do that. I with fucking note, dare you. With a note in the box that says, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, like just go to just go to Walmart and Best Buy and GameStop and say, look, we're going to charge you this much for these systems and then sell them for whatever the fuck you want. We don't give a damn. You're going to have them Black Friday morning. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, Sony came out recently and they said, hey, it is coming out holiday season. I'm like, that really fucking narrows it down. Also, we knew that kind of. Yeah, I mean, we knew not it because down. they said it, but just because it's like, it. yeah, that's still going to be like within two months, you know? Yeah, and, I mean, and besides, in the United States, the holiday season is like September seventeenth until December twenty seventh. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like we're running out of time. We still don't know anything from you guys either. Like, I'm just so sick of this shit. Yeah. Which, by the way, quick story. PlayStation uh, did a little uh, sign-up sheet saying, hey, pre-order is coming out. You want to be the first ones to pre-order it? And they had you sign up with your PlayStation Network ID. Isn't that weird? Yes. That's really weird. That's so weird. I did it just so that I can get an email and then say, hey, you can pre-order it. And I can be like, eh, pass. (laughs) Cancel it? (laughs) Yeah, just, hey, never mind. I don't want one that bad. Here's what are you getting? I'm getting the poly mega. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. What do you what do you mean? I've had a switch for two years. I'm doing fine. <laughs> Here's my uh you know comment to Xbox and Sony. I'm sure they'll listen. I'm sure they'll I, I, I know I trouble. <laughs> this is I, I'll fu- I'll fucking cut cut this clip out and I'll tag them on uh Xbox and PlayStation, but they still probably won't watch it. But anyway, there's no games. For either system, what Sony has Miles Morales, Spider Man, and <laughs> Xbox is the only one that's just like we have nothing. We just have this big powerful thing with no Halo. This is hard. I, I, this is hard times. People don't have a lot of money. Delay the system. I'm on board with delaying the system either next year. Do you or- think their shareholders are? Yeah, so it's so. It's <laughs> That's such, the only people that matter. <laughs> it, it's such bullshit because what they're gonna get? Maybe I want to say not even in the high millions. I want to say low millions. I mean, I guess that's a lot of money <laughs> either way. But 
there's nothing. There's nothing for people to play. And how are you going to add like all these accessories and shit with games that are not even out? Be like, hey, you want another controller for a game that you'll probably play in the future? Oh, shit. You know what I want to know? How much are controllers going to cost this gen? Is it $100 yet? Because it almost is. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Nintendo. Yeah. Hey, Fuck. in Nintendo's defense, you're getting two controllers when you buy Joy-Cons. <laughs> um, and uh, I, that's it. I'm just, I'm tired of the bullshit. Either you released the fucking price already. You know, put your dick out. I don't give a shit anymore. Just fu- hey, I- you said put your dick out. I didn't <laughs> fucking speak for yourself, man. <laughs> Time for DC fandom. Um, <laughs> DC fandom. Uh, let's get the games out of the way. Let's start off with uh, the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League game. Uh, oh, I thought it was just Superman they're going to kill. No, apparently it's the Justice League. Yeah. Look, if they if they stick to their guns and it's like an Elseworld story where the Suicide Squad murders everyone in the Justice League... I will become instantly interested. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> it can be pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, I like the characters. I think the characters have personality. I get really, really different vibes on how the color of the game looks. It kind of looks like uh, that Insomniac game uh, that was on the Xbox when it came out. Oh, my God. It's damn it. What was that game? It was very colorful. Oh, um. Oh my god, what was that game called? I can picture it. Uh, Google. Oh, it doesn't matter. Insomniac. It wasn't Insomniac, was it? Was it an Insomniac game? Sunset Overdrive. That's it. Yeah, Yeah, it kind of looked like Sunset Overdrive, and I digged it. And (laughs) seeing Superman be a bad guy, fucking great. I love it. Um... I hope. I mean, he was, he was obviously mind controlled or some shit, I think, though. Yeah, I'm sure it'll end up like, we're going to kill him. Oh, wait, they're being controlled. Here's the real bad guy. And then you'll just like fight Brainiac or something predictable like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nothing really. It didn't it didn't show any gameplay. It just showed funny dialogue. Uh, and then it said 2022, and it's only going to be on next gen. It's not going to be like. Hey, you're gonna you can play it on Xbox One, PlayStation Four, you know, PS Five or Series. It's not split gen. Yeah, it's not. That's cro- the new the new talking point, the new AAA buzzword split gen. Yeah, cross gen or whatever. Um, but Gotham Knights though, that game looked fucking great. What's that? I didn't see that. I'll let you is take it, it is away. Is it a Batman game? Zach. We've never had one of those. Uh, but wait a second. Fucking is Batman ba- in it? Is ba- it really dark? No, Batman- Batman's not in it. He's, oh, okay, good. He's dead. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> he's dead. You got me. A Batman game with no Batman. Oh, now I'm super excited. It's basically all Batman's friends. Oh, and, okay. they, and it's co-op. Uh, you can play with friends. Oh, that does you, sound like really cool. <laughs> and No, then- it's like Red Hood and Nightwing and Batgirl. Batgirl and- yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, it's three Robins and Batgirl. It looks three cool. Robins and a Batgirl. <laughs> Edgy Robin, Boring Robin, and Robin. <laughs> and Kid Robin. No, Damien's not in it, unfortunately. Oh, really? Well, then who? Yeah. So, Drake. Tim, Tim, Tim Drake. Yeah, Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Yeah, Red Hood. Duh. Okay, never mind. And Dick. The Dicker. dead one. The not dead one. But the, the, the only good one. Yeah, but the... What? Tr- I thought everyone liked Nightwing. Uh, whatever. Let's not get into a comic squad. No, 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 we're going to get into comic shit. <laughs> I'm gonna do my spinoff comic show. No, I'm just shit. 
Watch out, Linkara. He's coming for you. <laughs> no, I don't want to challenge Linkara. That, that that implies a bunch of other shit needs to happen. <laughs> I don't want to fucking get into. <laughs> Um, but the trailer, I'm not like, do your history of Sentai series. The trailer, <laughs> <laughs> the trailer starts off with a bang where Batman's like, "If you're seeing this video, that means I'm dead." I'm like, "What the fuck?" This is my video, Will. I want all my cars to go to Robin. I want my wardrobe to go to the other Robin. Uh, but <laughs> custody custody of Alfred will be passed to Robin. <laughs> uh. It's following the Court of Owls uh, storyline, by the way, which I'm... Oh, yeah, I remember that being a big deal. I'm Wait, s- I thought Batman was alive during that. He was. Yeah, he was alive during that. Yeah, but not oh. in this one. They're just doing a thing. They're, do- they're doing their own thing. I'm waiting for him to make a game about that, uh, the Flashpoint Thomas Wayne Batman. Didn't he have a gun and everyone had a huge boner for him? Yeah, he, uh, Flashpoint Batman was cool because he murdered people and didn't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> I'm kind of like waiting for that because everyone still, seemed to think it was so cool. I still remember one of my favorite moments. I think it was like the, the Flashpoint animated movie. It was like Cyborg's trying to talk to him or some shit. They're like, he's fighting Harley Quinn and she, he fucking throws her off of a building to die. <laughs> he catches her. <laughs> and then he's like, you shouldn't have done that. And he's like, you should have let her hit the pavement. It's <laughs> like, fuck, man. This guy is awesome. <laughs> Uh, but they actually did show gameplay of this uh, this game, and it reminds me. I don't know if you ever played a division. Uh, it reminds me of the division or like Borderlands. Where I watched you play it? Does that count? Yeah. Um. So like when you hit the villains and stuff, like they have like the damage that comes off of it, like with the numbers, and you level up and the enemies level up. So it's kind of interesting on how they're doing that. And you don't have to play co-op. You could play single player, which is good. Because I'm starting to hate these games where it be like, it's an open world experience where you have to play online, like Avengers and stuff. And I'm like, stupid. I mean... Fallout. Yeah. So just, just let me play the game by myself. I don't need friends. <laughs> just, Look, Dub, just because you don't have friends doesn't mean the rest of us don't have friends, okay? But they give the option. I'll give them that. <laughs> If you want to play with your friend, you can. If you don't, fuck off. This this uh, this is only tangent to tangent. I'm gonna stop saying that word one day because I can't say it on the show, and I always make an ass out of myself when I try to. There, I I saw a headline today that really pissed me off, and it was like, uh, I think it was like Wukong might be the next big single player game. What? And it implies a lot of things. A lot of things are implied by that that uh, the headline, but one of them is that. There are only a few big single-player games that come along once in a while that everyone must play. And that really upset me. Is that really what games media reports now? There are lots of single-player games. You can play many of them all the time. They try to to act like the only games that exist are fucking Fortnite and Call of Duty and all this other stuff. And every once in a while, there's like a Red Dead or something like that. Oh, everyone's got to play this one single-player game. Last of Us 2 is out. We're all going to play that collectively as a community, and no one is going to dislike it at all. No, shut up. Get out of here. There's lots of games you can play, and don't imply there isn't. Oh, man. Sorry. Sorry. I stepped all over our DC thing, but I, I saw that today, and like my blood boiled a little bit. No, I don't care. Good job. And to, <laughs> and to feed up on that, Wukong does look amazing for... It does look cool. It looks really, really cool. Yeah. I can't wait until that game comes out. Apparently, they are going to be uh translating that game so that it can come to america so i'm happy about that 
Yeah, and uh, by the way, if that looks cool to you, uh, by all means, check out a game called Enslaved Odyssey to the West that came out on 360 and PS3. It is also based on the same like Chinese mythology, except they like transport it to a post-apocalyptic future. And the game's a lot of fun. I, I thought it was really, really overlooked. Yeah, I'm actually looking for some 360s to buy, by the way. Of there you go. Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Fun game. Yeah. Um, I guess it's time to talk about the Batman Vengeance. Um, that's not the title; it's just the Batman. Um, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Yes, I remember giving him shit about him. I know everybody he's a, gave gave him shit. I know he's a good actor. I, I, I've seen him in the Lighthouse. I've uh, I'm excited to see him in Tenant. Um, I know he has acting skills, but I thought he was not going to be a good Bruce Wayne. Or a good ba- a Batman. Keep in mind, this is... A lot own- of people still think that. Yeah. Keep in mind <clears throat> that this is still a trailer. I mean, we could be seeing all the good parts of uh, the movie, and maybe the rest of it is just a shitty version of it. But I am highly impressed what they showed us. Uh, it has a Michael Keaton feel to it a little bit, with a little bit of Christian Bale with grittiness. Doesn't have that Tim Burton stuff, but it's very. I like Gotham like is in the fifties because it looks like it's in the fifties, right? Based no. off, I didn't get that out of it. No, I, I didn't get that. What would what, you guys think of it? What do you think it was like just regular I thought time? It was modern day. I thought it was contemporary. It looks like they're trying to do seven, but mix it with Batman. <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> it just kind of looked, man. I. Here's here's a good idea for a drinking game. Get on Facebook and scroll, and every time you see someone refer to this trailer as either dark or gritty, take a fucking shot, and you'll die because that's that's all anyone can say about it. And that's coming from someone who thought that trailer looked really good. Like it's it it establishes a mood that if the movie can hold that mood throughout, it'll be a really interesting movie. And also, the Riddler is the bad guy. Awesome. I'm all I'm all in. That's so cool. By the way, yeah, Penguin's in it too. It's Colin Farrell, right? Yeah. Yes. Weird. (laughs) Which, which, by the way, I did not notice that was Colin Farrell, and I had to actually look that up. I was like, who the fuck is Penguin? They put a bunch of shit on his face. Yeah. How come nobody wants Penguin to be fat anymore? Yeah. Why, why? It's like every time they try to put Penguin in something, I try to make him this real skinny guy or somebody you just would not expect to play Penguin at all in this case. They're subverting your expectations. Oh, well, you know, I can pour fucking wine all over the table, too, with this glass. You know, I can fucking do it, too. Uh, Speaking of the Riddler, by the way, Paul Dano, um, if you don't know who he is, he's from There Will Be Blood, and he is Eli Sunday. Um, Oh, he's the preacher? Yeah, he's the preacher. And I... Okay. (laughs) I was like, wow. Okay, I totally see him as the Riddler. I just, I, I think he's, I think he's a great pick. Um, what'd you guys think of the Batmobile? I love that it was like a muscle car. I, I don't know if you guys had the same. I love that. Yeah. I saw a picture of the Batmobile before. I'm like, oh, this looks like he fucking took like a, a fucking, I don't know, like a new Mustang or like an old fucking charger or something. I don't know. It did something to it and turned it into a Batmobile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't see it in the trailer that well, I guess. Uh, it was. I, I didn't even catch that it was in the trailer. Actually, I just saw pictures of it. Like I, I, you ago. see it from behind, and it's got like a jet engine on it. And I was like, "Oh, cool, the Batmobile, all right." Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a tank anymore, right? 
<laughs> my favorite part of the trailer is obviously like I, I forget what the bad guy says, but it, like he punches the shit out of him. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to be? And he beats the fuck out of the dude, tries to fucking fight him. Yeah, that is so, like he like incapacitates him. Puts him on the ground and then still hits him like four more times. And I was like, "Fucking god!" <laughs> I got a boner. I don't know about you, I'm, I'm but that, that makes perfect sense because that like intimidates the hell out of the other guys. Of course, Batman's all about that. And he goes, "I'm fidgets," and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> he should have uh, said, "I am the diet." A lot I am the Batman. Lightning strikes. A lot yeah. of a lot of people are giving Robert Pattinson shit about the guy liner that's on him, and I'm just like. So what? He's a, he's he's an emo fucking um, Bruce Wayne. That, his parents died. When he wears his mask, that's fine. I'm over that. People are always like, "Oh, I'm gonna nitpick how this looks." No, it's he looks like Batman. He's wearing a big black suit. It's got ears. His eyes are blacked out. Of course they are. Shut up. Calm down. Everybody that ever wears that damn outfit has the eyeliner shit all around their eyes because if otherwise you don't have it looks it, stupid. It looks stupid. There's a shot in Batman Returns. You know, at the end when he's like, he takes his mask off. It's like the scene before that, he has his shit on. And they're like, okay, stop. And then it's like they must take the shit off of him, get the makeup off his face, get him ready. Okay, go. And, and then, then you see the face. And it looks silly as hell. Yeah. And I, I saw on Twitter some people were giving shit, be like, Jim Gordon's not black. I'm like, guys, if there if there was a choice of Jeffrey Wright. Are you still complaining about that? I, Is I get, that really still a thing in 2020? Yes, apparently. Um <laughs> Just make every you know what? Fuck it. Make Batman make everyone black. Make the Riddler black. <laughs> make Batman black. Make Alfred a trans black woman. I'll make them all black. Fuck Twitter. I'm sick of this shit. Isn't Who cares that, what race people are? Isn't that God, black? It Panther? doesn't matter. Um but anyway, I was trying to make a joke and you just ran over me. <laughs> it's like Sorry, it's, it's, I can't believe we're still having this conversation. Let them make side characters black. Who cares? It I, doesn't matter. I was like, if I had a choice between Jeffrey Wright and a shitty white character uh, actor, I'm gonna shoot, choose Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright is a fucking amazing actor. So, Refresh me. Uh, who's Jeffrey Wright? Um, his list of movies. Jeffrey Wright with a W. Yeah, he was in. He was in. He was in Shaft, the one with Samuel Jackson. He was the Manchurian Candidate. Um, he he was actually in a Rick and Morty uh, episode. The old man in the seat. And he was in Boardwalk Empire. That's what I've seen him in the most. He was Valentine. So, anyway. He's a great actor. Believe me. Um, I'm just excited about this film. Uh, the only thing I'm kind of worried about is the multiple villains that's in this movie. They always do that. They always have two villains. All the good Batman, all of, all Batman movies have two villains. There's Catwoman as well, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Except for Batman, with Michael yeah. Keaton in it. With my, yeah. <laughs> Which is one of the best. But after that, the the two villain formula I always really like. And there's kind of three in uh, Dark Knight Rises, right? So, but one of them is like a villain, not a villain. But Dark Knight Rises, you had Bane, you have um, Ra's al Ghul's uh, daughter, and who's it? And who's the third one? And Catwoman. Sort uh, of. Sort of. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like maybe yeah. they're doing that again. Maybe maybe like the the prelude is like Catwoman's like stealing like this incredible jewel out of the museum and she barely gets away from Batman. She's like, next time, bats. And then like they set that up for later, and then she helps him at the end or something. 
Andy Serkis is fucking Alfred, which I'm kind of going. What? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I, I, I don't know, but I'm kind of just like interested more than like other people are like, you need to have a really fucking old guy like Michael Caine. And I'm just like, no, let's see what let's see what Andy Serkis does. I mean, the fucking guy from uh, Andy Serkis can do anything. I'm convinced of that. The man can play uh, an ape. He can play. Uh, he can play Gollum. He can play anything. He could be a dragon, I think. Yeah, dragon. Yeah, he can literally play anything. Like, basically, you could cast Andy Serkis to be anything in the world. He could have been the lead character in in a. I'm blanking on the name of the movie. Lead character in anything. Dude's a brilliant actor. Yes. So I'm excited for it. I didn't catch a date. Did it just say 2021? Was that a thing? Well, it said question mark zero, question mark one or something, and it's like clearly 2021. <laughs> Unless it's like 2031 or something. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> we don't know when COVID's going to go away, so 2031. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. I, I mean, there is no other news unless you guys have anything else to talk about because it's pretty much... I think some of it, the movie... Stuff is coming back to normal with Tenant, you know, being released. I think they're slowly bringing out movies. Uh, hopefully, you I didn't I, mention the Snyder cut of Justice League. That's uh, funny too. Uh, I saw a trailer for that, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh man, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I, I I made a decision. I still haven't seen Justice League. I'm going to wait until the Snyder cut comes out and only see that. Hey, hey. <laughs> just because it'll piss people off. It might be better. It might be. I don't know. It's it, nice. I mean, fine. I mean, apparently there's... I love 300. There's truth to some of this stuff that was being said where it's like, oh, he had a movie almost done and then somebody came in and fucked it up. No, no, no. <laughs> it, the, sto- the story of that is he was almost done and then his daughter committed suicide and then Joss, yeah. we- Joss Whedon came in and just said, let's just fuck everything up. But but how much? How much did he fuck it up? I, just, I, I don't think so. This- there's a lot of scenes that were missing. Um, mm-hmm. Cyborg was supposed to be the main character, actually. Um, and how long is the Snyder cut? Four hours. Four hours. Fuck off! It's not going to be in one sitting. They're going to do like they're going to section it on the thing. I don't. I I, I. I. need to roll back my previous statements. I don't know. If I'm gonna see that. <laughs> <laughs> I was. You, you wouldn't want to see it in hour snippets. Maybe. Okay, we'll talk. Maybe. That's how they're putting it out. I'm I, sure I'm going to have to pay for like Warner Brothers All Access. No, HBO Max. Like yeah. Well, I got to pay for something then. Yeah, so my thing is I'm not buying HBO Max for Snyder Cut. Either I'm going to find a way well, to watch it. Well, got a lot of other stuff on there. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm just not. I'm doing it out of principle because I think Snyder is a shitty writer and a shitty fucking director. And he made a shitty fucking Batman versus Superman movie. And oh, I guess you and all the other homebody nerds get along real good on Twitter, don't you? No, I'm just I'm not going to watch four hours of shit. I mean, yeah, I don't agree with you, Dobbs, but whatever. We'll have that fight another day. Next year is that day. If tomorrow. Here's here's the deal. Everyone is so wrapped up. Like, I kind of want to watch it just to be part of, you know, the conversation. The Zeitgeist. Here's the deal. Should I'll, I see the original the original one? Is it worth seeing? I think we need to make I think we meet I think we need to make an episode out of it. 
I think well, we yeah, again. It's not. It's gonna be. It's like a year away. Like I don't think we need to worry about it yet. I guess so, but like Justice League versus <laughs> Joss Whedon versus fucking Zack Snyder. Justice League versus Justice League. Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure that was a book or something. Well, I mean, the... I think it's several. <laughs> <laughs> what is the better cut? And I think we'll make an episode of that. And you know, and I'm sure we'll be the only ones that are running a podcast or a YouTube show that do that. Hey, you gotta get on the bandwagon. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't care. We have our own, we'll, we'll make it a we'll make it somehow better. Uh, but I think that's where we'll end it, unless I'm missing some other small snippet. John uh, Cena is a guy in the Suicide Squad movie, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it. I'm like, yeah, Does he John play Cena. anyone specific? Um, um, fuck, I forgot the character's name. It was a character I'd literally never heard of before. Oh, so it's um, not like Flag or something? No, he basically he. In his own words, John Cena described this character as a douchey Captain America. And I was like, oh, sounds, this sounds right on. I'm just like, I'm sold on that. Yeah, let's go, man. Sounds like, the, got. sounds like the character John Cena in WWE. When John Cena gets a little older, I just want him to be earnest. Because <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps transforming as he gets older to look like Jim Vardy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, All right. I think we'll end that episode here. Um, if you want to catch more Big Trouble Little Podcasts, make sure you go on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Red Circle, and type in Nerd Review Network. Uh, we have, you know, obviously Big Trouble Little Podcasts. We have Getting Some Color, which is going to be live tomorrow at 9.45 p.m. Eastern Time. Be there, brother. Be there, stingers. Yeah, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna be talking about Clash of Champions, and then one of the episodes of WCW Saturday Night. Which I believe... Vader challenges Sting to the White Castle of Fear. <laughs> yeah. And then you see Cactus Jack, you know, booting people, literally. Um, and soon, I'm almost done reading. I read really slow because I do a lot of shit. The Nemesis Project. Because I, I want to get to Resident Evil 6. That's my goal. Because I've been actually watching people play it, and they're just going like, "What the fuck is this game?" Like I, I've been watching new, uh, new people play Resident Evil Six for the first time, and not even Resident Evil fans. Like they're just it, like, "What the fuck is this game?" <laughs> yeah, they don't know any of the lore, and they're just going in and they're just like, "What is happening?" And I have to explain every character to them on the chat box and Twitch. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get into that. And soon we're going to be recording Accelerated Gamer. Um, Friday. Yeah. Episode one. Yeah, we're going to be talking about games that we will be playing. And probably Zach and Andy are going to make fun of me because all I did was play first-person shooters. So that will happen. Oh, don't worry. You both got some ball breaking coming. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what ball breaking do I have? You'll see. Yeah. Your sports game. Uh, You'll fucking see, too. <laughs> that sounds like a threat. That's like, don't come to school on Monday. Oh, that's my dark comedy of the. <laughs> hey man, I kind of like you. Maybe don't come to school. On uh, Maybe don't come to Accelerated Cable. On Friday. <laughs> that's what we'll end it, guys. Oh, and remember, watch the Next Generation. Uh, what's the episode's names again? Encounter at Farpoint and Elementary Dear Data. There you go, because you know I'm gonna butcher the name, so that's why I have you speak, Andy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you.